Live from the Heartland Mama Studios, this is the Heartland Mamas Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Henry. The Heartland Mamas Podcast can be found on all podcast platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and probably part of the Demcast USA Network. As of today, you have 288 days left to save the USA. 288 days before the November 5th, 2024 election for you to get out there, get active, get stuff done. Uh, get Democrats elected up and down the dial. And this is part two on our Roe v. Wade anniversary show. So uh, 51 years ago, Roe v. Wade was passed. And we were talking in the previous episode about uh, the effect that um, daycare is having on children. And there are good daycare centers, certainly. We all know them. But there's also a lot of bad ones out there. And we have to take into account that the fact that we have daycare centers was the, the neoliberal policies of Reaganomics and the beginning of the two-issue or two-income family and um, the fact that all the all the taxes were transferred from the upper class, the really rich, uh, rich, rich people, and put squarely on the backs of working people. And that caused people to have this conundrum about having children that we're working on right now. So... With Reagan's tax cuts to the wealthy, it meant that daycare centers had to open everywhere. And um, because he was taxing Social Security, you couldn't just leave your children with parents or grandparents or great-grandparents anymore. So young adults are now choosing whether or not to have children. They're saddled with student loan debt. Um, and housing is expensive, cost of living is expensive, and uh, they're unable to afford another person, so they choose not to become parents. And as one person told me a few months ago, why should I have a kid to have someone else raise it? <laughs> Touche. Touche. Forcing women to have children they do not want or cannot afford is not the answer. Uh, legislating bodies and futures is not the way to increase our historically low U.S. birth rate. A person should not be regulated by the courts for when and if they have children. They should not be forced and regulated about their bodily autonomy. No law should come between a patient and a doctor. And that's true for every medical measure on the planet except for abortion care. Women were shamed and driven away from their homes and jobs and schools and families when they had babies or got pregnant out of wedlock before Roe. Roe gave them a choice, okay? And women are, were blamed for pregnancies out of wedlock before Roe. And men, not even now, take the brunt of the responsibility for raising children, either emotionally, mentally, physically, or financially. Um, not all men, but some men, most men don't really do the bulk of the rearing. Women do that. So how about we give women the opportunity to decide if this is a good good look for them? How about uh, that historically low birth rate? Let's talk about it. What is the number one reason, do you think? It's student loan debt. Uh, it's attributed to student loan debt. It's uh, the uncertainty of this, the future of this country. It's the uh, uncertainty of climate train, change. It's the expense of having and raising a child. People are much less likely to marry in this day and age. And those that do marry, 52% of them get divorced. And it's not like you need to be married to have children, but the odds for a stable household raise when you do have a stable household of either married or non-married people that are stable in a relationship together. And as one young couple told me for this podcast, the world is on fire and the, this country is teetering on the edge of fascism. We won't even adopt a dog right now. Why in the world would we make a baby? 
and they've got a great point there. There's a lot to be got to done. There's a lot that can be done to reduce the desire for elective abortion, more stability within the country. Uh, right now, it's so tribal that it feels dangerous for most prospective parents. Uh, they tell me when I interviewed them, that school shootings, the constant threats of political violence, regular threats to defund public education, the end of child tax credits, the expense of taking off work to, do, to be pregnant and deliver a child, the lack of hospitals to give birth in, the cost of childcare, and the lack of childcare centers were the top reasons given to me while people are not having babies right now. And what can we do about it? Huh. Well, we can start with student loan forgiveness. We've been trying to get this done, and the Republicans stop us at every turning point. And that's because all of their rich buddies that supply them with the funds to run for office own these student loan companies with these unbelievable compounding interest rates so that you can owe more now than you owed 20 years ago because of how the interest rates keep compounding. People can never get out of debt. We can legislate for paid maternity care. We can uh, fund postpartum and well baby care. We can fund paid time off for people after they have their babies. We can reinstate major tax care, child tax credit legislation to help cover child care costs. We can fund baby care, postpartum care. We can work together to strengthen public education. Um, we can make it so people can afford to have a home and a child. Uh, right now, they can't afford either. We can work together to make this country a good place to raise a family through peace and unity and working together to solve the issues of climate change. All of these things together with a vision and purpose for the future, focusing on the future, will give hope to that parent to raise a child and not drop out of school, not have that child drop out of school at 14 to work in a low-wage job. Instead, let's give people the hope that their child will be a successful member of our community as an adult, not just a low-wage worker. Shifting the tax burden off of working families where it is right now and back up where it belongs on the people who can afford it, the duck, and don't pay their taxes so that we have to, so that we have to make the decision between having a baby, raising a baby, and not because we can't afford it, because the taxes are too high, because we give Elon Musk the ability to pay only 3%. This country's birth rate, if we did that, if we changed our taxing burden from the Trump tax cuts to the W tax cuts to the Reagan tax cuts, if we changed that, the birth rate would naturally rebound. It would naturally rebound. It would be attainable parenthood. Without the worry and strain young people they're refusing to add another child, another burden, another financial burden to the mix. As we look at countries around the world, we see that the USA is an anomaly in low birth rate. A hope has been stolen from our young prospective parents, from our young people. We have some have figured out how to have babies without any plan in place. Uh, and it's also fueled the intense leap and foster children. Children in foster care right now are three quarters of a million children and growing every day. We have to understand that when people can't afford to have children, when they're dysfunctional and addicted, that these kids end up in foster care and nobody's coming to get them. You know, um, 
my opponent loves to take in babies. So I see him cuddling babies, you know, changing diapers and giving bottles. Well, my husband and I, when back when we used to take in foster daughters, we took in teen and preteen girls that had emotional and mental issues. They had learning disabilities. They had all kinds of problems. They uh, had no empathy. They couldn't say please and thank you. They didn't know how. One of them had never even had a bed in her entire 11 years to call her own because she was an unwanted child that was a burden to her parents who didn't want her. And when her ability to fund extra SNAP benefits ran out, she ended up on my doorstep. That's what happens to a lot of these kids when they're born into dysfunction like this. And we have multi-generational uh, dysfunction right now. First, second, third, fourth generation dysfunctional from Reaganomics that are ending up in the foster care system because they weren't parented, they had children that weren't parented, who had children that weren't parented, and we wonder why this cycle just will not change. We have the chance to change course. We have the chance to end the neoliberal economic failures of Reaganomics. We have that chance. We can do it if we decide we want more for our children than we want for a couple of rich fat cats up at the top of the food chain. We have to want that. We have to want to provide a place and a platform for children to rise up and become good members of our community instead of dropping out of school at 14 like they can in Wisconsin, in New Hampshire, in Iowa, in uh, Kansas, in Missouri, and go to work in, in horrible working conditions just to support their family, just because their families can't afford them any longer. We have a choice to make here on what we're going to do as a country. Do we want to have more children? Do we want to change this birth rate? Do we want to make it able for people to, to be parents? Right now, they can't afford it. Why have a kid if you have to have somebody else raise it? You know, I have, again, I'll repeat the story. I had one person tell me that they aren't even going to adopt a dog at this point because they have to take the dog to daycare all day. So why have a dog if you're not going to play with it? So why have a kid either? That's their logic. And it's good, sound skill set or skills, you know, reasoning that they're using for this. Why have a child if you're going to fail to take care of it? And while my opponent massages this image of worker shortage, wishing to force people to give birth just so they can be forced into low-wage work and hospitality and food service at 14, where we want as parents, we want young parents to see the vision of their child graduating high school, going into the trades, going into uh, college, going into an advanced degree. That's what people want for their children. They don't want to just supply workers for the workforce. They don't want worker bees. They want members of the community. They want a platform to rise up as parents and bring their children and support their children to the level of success for which they were born for. And until the Republican Party gets it through their head that these neoliberal tactics from Ronald Reagan have failed us as a nation, as a country, have caused us to have low birth rate. Until they get that through their head and agree to put the tax brackets back where they were 
so that working people can survive and thrive and move ahead and stop taxing the crap out of Social Security. In fact, take the cap off of Social Security so people can get a 25% raise. But they're so busy protecting a handful of very wealthy people at the top, they forget that the people at the bottom are the ones that vote for them. They leave us all out the inhumanity that they foster and foist onto people so that people decide that it's just too damn dangerous to have a child. That's the reason we have a low birth rate. That's a Republican issue. That's not a Roe v. Wade issue. So let's give people some hope. Let's help them rise up. We can do this. We can do this. You've seen what having a Democratic majority in the House down in Springfield has done for the state of Illinois. The wealth the opportunity, the wonderful things that we have here, we can have as a nation. But we have to work together and decide that it has to be different. Because without hope, there are no babies. Without hope, there is no purpose. Without hope, there is no future. And we can work together to change that. But we have to change it at the fundamental beginning of the problem, which was Reaganomics. We have to change that. We have to get rid of the W tax cuts and we have to get rid of the Trump tax cuts in order for our country to thrive and rise and have a future. From the edge of the Great Red Divide, this has been the Heartland Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Henry. Vote blue no matter who. Find me at electheidi.com. Have a great day.